This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by the original, classic, executive, and bold full focus planners. Start the new year off right with a planner to keep you focused. Learn more at focusonthispodcast.com slash planner. I feel weird because I never do this part. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you all for listening to another episode of Focus on This. It's the most product... Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet, so you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays with your host, Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton. Hey, Blake. What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> Happy Monday. It pretty was three, it's three what's ups type of energy today from me. Yeah, that Monday. means like, okay, like three times the excitement. Three times the interest in what's going on in your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's up? What's up? Well, what's up? I'm excited because this is the Unsung Hero episode. Mm, tell me what you mean. I mean, what we're talking about today is that thing that gets overlooked when we get busy or we feel like we don't have time, but it makes everything better. It simplifies our life. It makes the next several months of our life go much more according to a, a plan than we could have thought possible. And it's pretty cool. Unsung Hero. Yeah. And if you're wondering what Blake is talking about Today, we're talking all about the quarterly preview. And I know for some of you listening, you may be like, oh, I kind of get a sick feeling every time I think about a quarterly preview, or it just feels like, you know, what's the point? I can't be bothered. You know, I'm crushing it. I don't have time to really stop and do this. We promise a quarterly preview will actually uncomplicate your life. Quarterly preview, I'll be honest, it doesn't sound maybe that exciting, but it is the Clark Kent to the Superman. Oh, do you think we need to have a secret club of people, like, if you do the quarterly preview, you know, like a secret handshake? Yeah, and we all wear, like, costumes under our normal clothes. Perfect. <laughs> you even got to laugh out of verbs. <laughs> Quick, where's the telephone booth? All right, I'm doing a quarterly preview. From the cave. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so here's the thing about quarterly preview, and you mentioned this earlier. You're going to gain instant momentum for the next three months. I mean, we're not talking about just for the next week. We're talking about months that this is going to continue to yield results for you. Mm -hmm. If there is a cloud of uncertainty, the clouds part, the sun shines, and wow, the future looks bright because you've done a quarterly preview. I exaggerate, but not too much. I, I'm being serious here. It really uncomplicates your life. So I'm excited to dig into it. But before we do, Verbs, how are you doing? You're already laughing, so I think you're doing good. I am. I've got the giggles. It's all kicks and giggles <laughs> over here. But um, no, I think it's interesting what you guys are saying right now because um, research actually shows that reflection time does actually boost productivity. Researchers recently found that employees who spent 15 minutes at the end of the day reflecting about lessons learned actually performed 23% better after 10 days than those who did not reflect at all. Now, in another study in the UK of commuters, they found a similar result when those who were prompted to use their commute to think about and plan for their day were actually happier, they were more productive, 
and less burned out than people who didn't. So I find that pretty fascinating. It is. We sometimes think of reflection as the one more thing to do or, oh, I don't have time to do this because I'm already too busy. But it's kind of like exercise. It's like I feel too tired to go for a jog. But the truth is if you go for a jog, you end up having way more energy. I find the same thing to be true with reflection. And even in small doses, you see that difference. How much more doing something like a quarterly preview? Yeah, I think many of us think of, like, if we asked you, are you a learner? Like, do you like to learn? We would all say, like, yeah, I'm reading this book. I'm listening to this podcast. Focus you know. on this. Blake Stratton's <laughs> insights are life-changing. Stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all the things. But sometimes we don't actually take the time to acknowledge that reflecting is learning from experience. Ooh. It's even more critical that we do that. <sighs> yeah, that was the wisdom bomb. You get gold tokens for that one. Oh, thanks, guys. I'd actually like to hear what some of our Full Focus community people are doing as far as reflection time. Are you doing it? If so, what are some of the results that you might have seen? Feel free to drop those inside the Full Focus community. If you're not there yet, all you need to do is search on Facebook for Full Focus Community, and we'll see you inside. Yeah, and if you want to chime in on our superhero costumes, like what colors it should be or, you know, special paraphernalia, we should have. Let us know that, too. Mm -hmm. Photos would be helpful just so <laughs> oh that God. we understand. Yep. <laughs> All right. So today, you know, what I don't want you to think about is the quarterly preview just being another thing to do, but an opportunity to learn and build momentum for the next three months. So if you're not doing a quarterly preview, here are some reasons we want to challenge you to do it. That's right. We've got four big reasons why. And the first one is that it makes you more motivated moving forward because you're going to celebrate your wins. Doing a quarterly preview makes you more motivated by celebrating your wins. So often we just blow past the finish line. We roll from one quarter into the next, from one goal to the next, one project to the next. And just like we do in that weekly preview, we pause and we write down what the wins were. But with the quarterly preview, it's even more powerful because we're looking back at the last three months. That's right. You're, this is your chance to reflect on what's good. What were your wins, both personally and professionally? And then some of the goals that were achieved, but also even the small wins along the way throughout the quarter. Yeah, if you don't actually take the time to be intentional and review that, you will often miss this. I've noticed this self-awareness in you, Courtney. I think in your leadership of the marketing team, you I've seen you take note of this, that I've actually got to slow down and make space to think about what the wins were because otherwise your team sort of just feels that exhaustion. Yeah, I mean, especially when you... Think about how we treat mistakes or failures. A lot of times those take up a lot more headspace. So if we're not intentional about giving wins, you know, to kind of combat that, you know, it really can give us a negative view of how we approach our everyday life. Yeah. And then it shows up in our speech and how we treat other people. And what that does can perpetuate more negativity. Whereas taking time to celebrate your wins, it gives you those benefits. You're more yeah. grateful. You're not stuck in the negative, and it gives you this positive frame of mind as you engage in thinking forward to plan your next three months. Yeah, and you may not think that you need this, but you do. We all need this. So again, the first reason to do a quarterly preview is it makes you more motivated by celebrating your wins. Reason number two, it makes you more effective by applying 
you're learning. You mentioned this earlier, and I thought it was so insightful, Courtney, that we don't just want to learn through books or through e-courses, although you should definitely do that, especially if they're made by Michael Hyatt and company. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, some of the most powerful learning is from our own lives, our own experience. How tragic would it be to go through the quarter and to be making mistakes, to feel like, oh, I fell short or whatever, and then to just repeat that in the next quarter? What a waste. And the truth is that our failures or our shortcomings or our wins, they are some of the richest sources of learning that we can gain, right? Yeah, absolutely. The quarterly preview is your chance to refine success. You know, you can look at what worked. If it is working, you know, can you take it up a notch? Is there a way to improve it? And then how could we get the same result faster or cheaper? How do we automate something? Uh, Another question is, how could we deliver even more value to the customer? Yeah, I would say another thing with this, when you're looking at learning from your success, is to go, well, why was that successful in this area? And what would it look like to apply that principle in another area? Maybe that needs more attention. You know, to to figure out those, what were those success traits of that project or that goal? Yeah. And again, we, we naturally gravitate towards the failures and those are great to learn to, those are great to learn from as well, but it's really important that we refine success. Like we want to duplicate that. So let's learn from it. What kind of questions, you know, you mentioned failures. So if we wanted to learn from our mistakes, what kind of questions would you recommend asking in the quarterly preview? So what didn't work? What will I stop doing? What will I improve? And what will I start doing? And if you're a leader of a team and it was a goal in a team context, one question I like to ask myself is, what about my leadership gave us this result? That's great. So those questions, if you want a refresher, if you want it all spelled out, you can actually find those in pages 282 and 284. In other words, in the quarterly preview section of your planner, those questions are outlined for you. And that part of the preview is something we call the after action review. That's personally probably my favorite part. I love to learn from my experiences. Another thing about a quarterly preview is it doesn't have to be like a trip to the dentist office. Make it fun. You know, go ahead. We're at the beginning of a new year coming up. Go ahead and schedule out your quarterly previews for the next year. Maybe you pick an interesting spot to go have one of your quarterly previews. Maybe you you know, do one trip away and do your quarterly preview. Make it fun. Yeah, that's a great idea to associate it. I used to do that with my weekly previews. I actually haven't thought about doing that with the quarterly preview, but you, you give me that idea. I used to do my weekly previews at my favorite coffee shop, and I would always get like a nice cappuccino and a chocolate croissant, like something that was like really nice. A little indulgent. A little indulgent and be like, ooh, it's my special day uh, because I'm doing the weekly preview. And sometimes it feels like, oh, right, I got to dig in here and do some some hard thinking. Well, Make it easier by adjusting your surroundings so that it's an enjoyable process. Don't make this drudgery. Yeah. So again, reason number two, it makes you more effective by applying your learning. All right. Reason number three to do the quarterly preview is that it will make you more focused by examining your goals. So the myth is once you write a goal, you're stuck with it forever. It's like written in rock somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) written on a stone tablet yeah you've got to do it you've done that a few times haven't you i tend to write mine on stone tablet i found that the the paper in the new planners is a little bit easier oh yeah Uh uh-huh it takes a while but you really commit to it with the stone tablet (laughs) (laughs) not recommended but yeah i understand what you're saying you're saying 
you know, the myth is, well, if I've written this goal down and it's in my planner, I'm basically stuck with it for the whole year. If it's if it's one of my annual goals, then doggone it, I've got to do it. Yeah. And here's the truth. You own these goals. These goals don't own you. And you have the agency to change them. Stuff changes. Um, and part of this quarterly preview is going to allow you to reflect on what they are and evaluate, is this still the right goal from when I originally set it? Exactly. So it's going to give you a chance to recommit to the goal, you know, take a second to look at it and go, is this still really valuable? Is this important? If so, let's recommit to it or to change it if necessary. Second, it's going to give you clarity about what to focus on next. So in the quarterly preview, you get a chance to decide, is this, is this the time? You know, maybe it is still a great goal, but is now the time to really make it a key focus Again, we recommend two to three goals per quarter. So does it ascend to that level of importance for this upcoming quarter? And at the end, the result's going to be that you're motivated and focused on your goal. There's no extra weight in your goal list. Each goal is perfectly dialed in as you move forward into the next quarter. That's right. So reason number three to do a quarterly preview it is going to make you more focused by examining those goals. And what's the last reason? Reason number four. Reason four, it makes you more productive by recalibrating your habits. Ooh, I like this one. Yeah, I do too. This is my secret favorite. Yeah, goal achievement is directly tied to your daily productivity. And daily productivity rises and falls with the strength of your habits. Exactly. There's this section in the front part of each planner that's your rituals. Now, you may be thinking, well, once I've got my morning ritual, why is it you know, why do I need to go through this again with my new planner? <laughs> it almost makes me laugh to think, you know, that that's how you approach it. But life changes. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, your rituals should get better over time. Even like mm -hmm. you should be able to dial those in just a little bit more each quarter. Yeah. So a couple of things that I think about when I'm reexamining my rituals is a lot of times my ritual is built on this theory that if I do this, it will optimize my day in some capacity. It will give me this great result. I'll be more energized or I'll be more focused or I'll be able to disconnect from work when it's time to be with my family. So when I'm looking at reevaluating my rituals, I'm asking, okay, is this still producing the result that I want it to produce? And you know, if so, could is there anything I could do to enhance that? And if not, you know, what needs to go? What needs to how you know how can I fix that? And uh, the other thing it allows you to do is to take stock of this season. Did my job change? Did, you know, like this past year, we had yeah. a baby. That, that calls for a new morning ritual. Guess right, what, absolutely. right? So are there seasonal changes, new things happening that I need to take into account or things looking ahead in the upcoming quarter that I want to plan for with my rituals? So there are four elements that you're going to review as part of the quarterly preview. The first is your morning ritual and evening rituals. These are really things that set you up for success. The next is your startup and shutdown rituals. Like for work, right? Yeah, exactly. For work. A lot of times here at Michael Hyatt and Company, if somebody on my team feels, you know, a little extra stress or overwhelm, one of the first things I ask them is, hey, how is your workday shutdown going? Because we find a lot of times we get stressed and- It's we, the first thing to go. <laughs> it's the first thing to go. It, and when it's so important, when we're stressed to really hold on to our rituals because they set us up for success. The next is your ideal week. This is really a roadmap for your productivity. And the last area is your monthly calendar. Right. The monthly calendar in the planner is a great place to get those big rocks set. So if you're looking ahead at the three months coming, yeah. you can say, oh, right, so-and-so is getting married. That's a big weekend. Or, you know, this is 
this big company retreat that happens or a product yeah. launch that we're doing, that's the type of stuff that you can yeah. use the calendar for, Yeah, right? big rocks are just big milestone things that are going to take a lot of focus or time. Yeah, the idea is, you know, these are elements that allow you to optimize, that allow you to stay fresh, to banish distraction, you know, all that stuff that's going to enhance your everyday life. All right, so those are the four reasons. I mean, the quarterly preview, again, it's something that uncomplicates your life. Yeah, that's right. It makes it super simple. Don't think of it as just another thing to do, but as an opportunity to build momentum for the next three months. We'll run down those four reasons for those that can't remember them. Yeah. (laughs) First, it's going to make you motivated by celebrating your wins. It makes you more effective by applying your learning. It makes you more focused by examining your goals. And lastly, it makes you more productive by recalibrating your habits. And also it's enhanced with some spandex under your normal work clothes. Exactly. Where you can go (laughs) and conquer your next goal. Yeah. That's the unsung hero, the quarterly preview. So, uh, Verbs, are you in on this plan for costumes? Uh, I'm all about that. (laughs) <laughs> not what I was expecting. That was not what I was expecting either. Uh, was just waiting for an excuse. Do you, he's do you got him a- already. I got him lined up in the closet. Yeah, he's over here on Amazon making an order. I was wondering what you were doing. I'm going for this Inspector Gadget. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Here. Like those hidden tools. Yeah. All right. We've been taking the last few weeks uh, to read some of these great reviews that we've been receiving on iTunes, and so I'm sending a shout out to Reva Holland, who wrote in, and she said this. I've been using the Full Focus Planner on and off for over a year. This podcast is fun and has helped me focus on the reasons I love the Full Focus Planner. It also gives me something to look forward to on Mondays. So thank you so much, Reva, for those kind words and encouragement. Uh, We thank all of you who've been reviewing and rating the podcast on iTunes. As you know, we've debuted this podcast about four months ago, and Focus on This has consistently shown up in the Top 20 podcast for business management. So thank you so much for listening. Please don't forget to share the love by dropping a link to the show in your favorite social channel with the hashtag Focus on This Podcast. So now let's go to our caller for today, Pete Hazard. Hello. Hey, Pete. It's Blake and Courtney from the Focus on This Podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are y'all today? Good. We are doing well. Good. <laughs> you sound so happy. I'm always happy. Why wouldn't I be? That's right. I, I love, love it. it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for calling today. I'm excited to talk to y'all. Good. Absolutely. Where are you from? I am from Frisco, Texas. Oh, I heard a little y'all in there, and you know, I spot those. There is a little bit of y'all in there. No kidding. <laughs> yeah, we there's there's always a little bit of an accent. That's awesome. What do you what do you do, Pete? Well, I work as the managing director of fine arts for uh, the Frisco Independent School District. So. Uh, my department uh, oversees all of the fine arts for our, our 65,000 uh, student school district, K-12. Wow, that's awesome. I love, we keep hearing from more and more people that are in the school system mm-hmm. that in are using, space. yeah, in the education space that are using the planner. So we're really excited to talk to you today. And we're talking about quarterly previews. Is that something that you do? Do you practice doing a quarterly preview? I do. You know, I think one of my favorite aspects of the planner right now is the fact that it does have that weekly and quarterly preview um, format built into it. Because I think 
so much, uh, especially in dealing with the, the area I do where there are so many spinning plates all the time, making sure that we stop long enough to take uh, time to reflect on what's happened and, uh, and, and plan for the future. It's, it's vital time and we've got to make sure we build that in and, and the planner kind of forces us to do that, which is fantastic. Yeah. Can you remember the last time you did a quarterly preview? How was that experience for you? Were there any hiccups in the process? I'm, I'm curious how you've experienced that um, since it sounds like it's something you've incorporated on a regular basis. It is. So for us, the way that I set my quarters up is kind of at the beginning of the school year. So quarter one for me is um, July, August, September. So the last time I did the quarterly preview was at the end of September. I think whenever I did that process before, the thing I had to make sure that I did was take time to, to go back and, and look at, at where I had been for the entirety of the year up until that point. Um, and I had to make sure I blocked off a certain amount of time to go through it uh, systematically. And, and the way that I use my planner in, in particular not just in terms of trying to set goals, but fulfilling roles. I think it's important to go through that quarterly planning process in a way that you kind of touch on all those different roles that you have to deal with to make sure that you're projecting forward towards the future in a balanced way. What, what would you say the main thing you gain from the preview is? You know, I think, it, I, I think it's the reflection piece. I think, especially as leaders, we have this tendency to want to jump to the next project sometimes. You know, we've always got so many things in the hopper. It's hard to stop and reflect on where we've been and take the time to learn from those past experiences. Um, you know, if you read a lot about Lincoln and his leadership, one of the things that he was really strong at was being able to step away from the emotion of a situation and, and look at that situation through the lens of past experiences and, and look at the present moment to, to be able to, to make educated decisions for the future. And there's a lot written about that. I think that that's what that quarterly preview and really the weekly preview allow us to do is to take the time to step back of uh, and, and, and force us to not just jump to that next project, but to pull ourselves out of the emotion that we might be feeling in the moment, whether it's fatigue or exhaustion at the end of the quarter or an overexcitement about a new start. And it, it gives us a realistic perspective of the here and now and allows us to um, really project the future through the lens of, of where we've been before. Interesting. What would you say to someone who feels like they can't put the brakes on the business or their work or their life long enough to do that quarterly preview really well? How do you, I love what you just said about getting out of the emotion part and sort of taking a minute to slow down. Any advice for someone that feels like, man, I just feel like I'm going, going, going. I don't know if I can really take that time away to do that. You know, that's a great question. I, I think for me, it, it's, you know, this notion of having work life balance is, is in my opinion, kind of a myth. You know, we don't have two different lives. We have one life. And I think that's number one, part of the beauty of the planner is it allows us to, to think holistically about the way that, that we're approaching things. I think part of the problem is that we tend to calendar a lot of the professional things and we tend to fly by the seat of our pants whenever it comes to our, our personal life sometimes. And I think as you look at the quarterly planning process, it, it has to, you, you just have to do it. Like it has to become enough of a priority 
that you put it on the calendar and you, and you make the time to do that. I think when we avoid that opportunity to reflect on what we've done, that really turns into more of a self-discipline issue. And so I just have to, to, to sit down, put time on my calendar to do it, make sure that I block off enough time, make sure that it's a quiet space, make sure that I'm uninterrupted and take the time to just work through that systematic process that I have in place to do that. Um, that's important to making sure that we're able to connect the dots with that through thread through both the professional and personal part of our lives. Pete, those are very, very wise words that I wholeheartedly echo. One question I have for you, you, you talked about really setting aside the time to do a quarterly preview. What, when do you set the next time that you're going to do that? Do you set it the quarter before or do you, do you have a way that you systematize that? I do. I do three weeks before the beginning of the quarter. And it, it's, it's very programmed. And the reason that I do that is I want to make sure that as I go through that process, I, I do it in stages. I go through the quarterly preview um, process in the, the retiring planner that I'm fixing to move out of. And then I want to make sure that I have enough time built into my schedule to build the new quarterly planner over a couple of weeks. Because, you know, one of the suggestions I, I've told a lot of our teachers as, as I've shown them this information uh, and even reading Michael's book, Your Best Year Ever, I, I think it's important, especially with the planner, to start at the very beginning every time. You know, you, you just have to jump into the process and understand that it's that regular review and reflection that that helps to keep you on track with all those things. So for me, it's about uh, going through that quarterly preview and then having a couple of weeks to go through my color code system and the, the process that I have to set up that next planner so that by the time the beginning of that next quarter starts, I'm up and running and not trying to play catch up. Yeah, I love that. Thanks for those tips. Do you also review your rituals, the rituals that you set and, and put in those planners? Is that something that you go over in the quarterly preview? You know, that's a great question, and the answer is yes. One of the things about my schedule that I've learned is that um, I, I go through seasons of different kinds of busyness um, in education. And so for me, thinking through uh, everything holistically within quarters was a real game changer for me several years ago when I started thinking through that. And so um, I do, I look at those rituals. Um, one of the things that I have noticed is that um, it's usually not my morning ritual that start that changes a lot. It's usually the work they start up ritual and the work they shut down ritual that that changes based on the season that I'm in and, and what's going on. So I do regularly review those, but I will tell you for me personally, the game changer has been, has been the, the thought process in the last several years over the importance of rituals. I love that. Yeah. Pete, thanks for joining us today. You know what I can tell about you? You're like a pro's pro at the planner. <laughs> well, it's a great product. And I'll tell you this, the thing I've learned is you just, you've got to jump in and you've got to use it and you, you can't mm -hmm. be afraid of it because once you do, it, it's a game changer. And it has been for, for several of our teachers too, that I've shared it with over the last uh, couple of years. So I'm real thankful for it. It's a great product. And, and this podcast is fantastically helpful in helping people learn how to do that. So thanks for the work you all do. It's great. Thank you, Pete. Thanks for being with us today. Thanks, Pete. Take care. Pete was great. I love that. Yeah. 
He's happy to be using his planner. I love people that are <laughs> excited about life, and Pete definitely was. Yeah, I actually thought his insights into you doing the quarterly preview and scheduling that out really intentionally. Yeah. I mean, it's obvious, you know, especially in the education space, it's a that's a busy, demanding mm-hmm. job. And so Absolutely. if you felt intimidated by the quarterly preview, I hope you take Pete's experience to heart because he had some great tips for how to yeah. how to maximize that and really why it's useful to schedule out that time for the quarterly preview. You know, this is what one thing I love about the full focus community is we can learn from each other. I think you and I all the time there are things that I was learning from Pete that were really great tips and ways that I can better my own usage um, of the quarterly preview. Yeah. That's why it's great to have the community. Thanks again to Pete. All right, so today, again, we were talking about the importance of the weekly preview. Courtney, do you have any final thoughts for the people? Yeah, I do. I think if this is not a practice that you've done before, there is no rule that says you can't have a goal about your goals. (laughs) You can have a goal of doing a quarterly preview. But isn't that kind of like asking the genie for more wishes? (laughs) <laughs> when you only get three. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, it close, but no. Yeah, there's no rule that says you can't do that. That's a great way to actually get this practice installed. Pro tip. I love that. Well, thank you all for joining us for another episode of Focus on This. I appreciate your time. It's the most productive podcast on the internet. I say that very humbly, of course, but we appreciate it. Share it with your friends if you love it. Use the hashtag Focus on This Podcast. And next week, we are going to be talking about quitting. Excellent. Wait. (laughs) Why do you want to quit? Not your jobs, but we are going to give you a tool to help you get focused. Right. We are going to quit doing the wrong things. You will be so legit that you have to quit. (laughs) That was good. That was good. That was good. Gold tokens for Blake. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I got a laugh out of that. Uh, Yeah. Okay. So until then, stay Stay focused. focused. This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by the original, classic, executive, and bold full focus planners. Start the new year off right with a planner to keep you focused. Learn more at focusonthispodcast.com slash planner.